What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. I'm your host, Howard Bender. With me, of course, Adam Ronis. And here we go. Week 11, nearly in the books. Fantasy Football League shook by so much stuff going on here. And uh, Adam and I are going to take you guys through uh, everything that went down here on Sunday and spell it out in the fantasy realm and the impact and all that other fun stuff. Uh, what's going on, Adam? How was uh, how was week eleven? How did it treat you? Uh, overall, it looks pretty good so far. I have some contests that need to be decided on Monday, but fantasy wise, pretty good. Betting wise, a disaster. Horrible. <laughs> 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 it happens, right? It really does. You know, you just you have one of those weeks where you're just like, it was cra- yeah. I think uh, four and one in the Westgate Super Contest last week and. One and four this week. I'm just uh, miserable, miserable. Um. All right. So we'll we'll touch on all of that as we go through. Let's. Uh, we might as well. Let's go game by game and uh, and just kind of you know tap into the important stuff. Uh, I think we we, we don't want to bury the lead with uh, with the fact that Taysom Hill was the big news leading into this week. We might as well start Saints Falcons. Uh, Saints win this one 24 to nine. Sean Payton gets paid uh, with the win from uh, his starting of Taysom Hill. 233 yards through the air. No touchdown passes. However, he did run two of them in on his own. That selfish son of a bitch. 10, ca- uh, 10 carries for 51 yards. He adds to it. Um, I've got two shares of Taysom Hill. And, uh, and I'm feeling pretty groovy about it because they're both ESPN leagues. And, uh, you know, and, and I started him as a tight end in one. I had to use him as a flex in another because I had Travis Kelsey sitting in my lineup. So any shares of Taysom Hill for you, Adam? Did it uh, and did they pay off? I think only two. One was a super flex, so I used them. I uh, was going to use him even if Teddy Bridgewater played, but once Bridgewater was out, it was an easy decision. But I wasn't going to mess with Bridgewater that that he didn't practice that much, and obviously he was inactive. In the other league, I did not play him. Uh, I picked him up, and I went with Joe Burrow instead. Um, and I, I, I don't regret that because I think Burrow was having a really good day and obviously tore his ACL. Well, that's the initial report, which is brutal, man. Uh, but still, uh, Taysom Hill, for the most part, was someone, you know, if you had him, you were going to use him. Uh, now, it's interesting because it seems like ESPN might take away his tight end eligibility next week. That's kind of what I was hearing. So keep where, that in uh, mind. Uh, where are you hearing that? Uh, I think I saw Field Yates tweet that the other day. Well, yeah, Field Yates tweeted that they would have to uh, they, they, they were going to revisit it the other day. Right. But, you know, I mean, how do you. How do you like? How do you take his eligibility away? You've had him as a tight end the entire year, like I all agree. year long. And I agree. We've had wait, he should have never been. We've had we've place. had we've had guys um, who have had multi position eligibility before, whether they were playing that position or not. Case in point: Jalen Samuels, running back and tight end. He had that kind of dual eligibility. Do you remember Joe Webb, who was quarterback and wide receiver eligible for the Vikings a couple years ago? May have been more than a couple years ago. Time, I don't have any sense of time or anything like that. 
So how now all of a sudden, why? Because you've got everybody crying and whining about the fact, like where were, where was all of this backlash about him being eligible at tight end at the beginning of the year? Oh, no, I saw it at the beginning of the year, and I thought it was absurd. I don't play in any ESPN leagues. No, I'm with you. I don't think you can change it because you're either way, you're going to cause a lot of outcry. And, you know, I had an argument with my friend about it today because I'm like, you kind of can't change it at this point. You know, he was complaining because if you remember in the MFL 10s and early drafts, Antonio Gibson's a wide receiver in the NFFC. And he's like, oh, well, they should switch him a running back. I'm like, well, you can't. They already decided before the year because, remember, he was a wide receiver when they were scouting him at the combine, which is the reason why they made that decision. And they do drafts very early. You can't have people drafting February, March, and April, drafting him as a wide receiver. And then all of a sudden, well, we're switching him to running back now. You have an overall contest that you run. So you can't change it. They made a the decision. They left it as is. You probably have to do that with Taysom Hill. I know it's kind of a cheat code at this point, but you guys messed up. Like, you should he should have never been a tight end in the first place. We knew he was a quarterback, Right. We knew there was a chance that he could be a quarterback this year if Breeze gets hurt. Yeah, they brought in Winston, but so what? And you're and that's the only format that I know of. Maybe there's some smaller side out there. Why is he tied in there and nowhere else? Believe me, I have no idea. I have no idea. And you know, it's funny in the uh, in the playbook over at Fantasy Alarm, I wrote, you know, my, you know, my feelings about the whole Taysom Hill situation. Uh, just basically saying you, you can't change it. Stop crying about it. This is what it was. You, you can't, you know, I, I've had people email me being like, you know, I'm a commissioner. Should I, you know, should I tell the league that they're not allowed to use no. it? And no. I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? Right. No. Commissioner has no right to change that. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. He was like, well, what if I put it to a vote for the league? I said, you know what? The one guy who's got Taysom Hill is going to vote, leave him. And the right, other and else gonna say 11 no. are going to say, no, he's not allowed to use him there. I'm like, of course, it's not a vote. This is it. These are the, this is the hand you have been dealt and you play those cards. You want to fold, fold. You want to bluff, bluff. But the bottom line is, is those cards don't change. Agree. I mean, there's no vote. Look, again, I don't play in any ESPN leagues. I'm not betting from benefiting from it or anything like that. But those are the rules. And everyone knew that. And whoever got them first, good for them. I mean, and you had to play them. I mean, again, we discussed last week, Fandle, tight end, no brainer. It's like a super flex league. Anytime you have someone that's eligible quarterback, you're putting him in there. Case closed. Yeah, case closed. 100%. Well, Fandle will not have him at tight end next week, I don't think. And they do have the ability to make a change. Yeah, they can, they can change right. from week to so week. weekly. Go ahead. Yeah. Do what you Completely want. Completely different. Yeah. But season long, nah. Someone could have spent 80% of their fab on Taysom Hill going, hey, he's a tight end. I want him. And now you're going to strip that from them? Yeah. No can do. No can do. I'm sure we'll be having a big uh, debate. On, not a debate. We'll probably be <laughs> crushing him because I think we're on the same side. So let's see what happens this week. That'll uh, be in a future any up podcast in the next day or two. Right. As Adam and Howard crush souls <laughs> of all the crybabies. Oh my God. Um, on the other side of that game, dude, Matt Ryan. Wow. Wow. Um, I mean, listen, you, you could turn around and you could say, well, didn't you see what the saints defense did to, to Tom Brady and the bucks? Um, 
but I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that this was the Saints defense. I think this was a combination of, of things. I think, you know, I think Julio Jones coming out of the game was a big deal, was a big problem, because I think that that's what they had, you know, scripted to do the entire time. But Matt Ryan, dude, that that guy, I mean, he held on to the ball for like five seconds too long every time. Like, I mean, he took eight sacks, and I think maybe two of them were the fault of the offensive line. Yeah, he did uh, so many plays where he was holding it long. And this offense is just not the same without Julio Jones. I didn't see the snap count, but he was in and out. Even late in the game, he caught a pass, had to go to the sideline. He only had two targets, two catches for 39 yards. It's just not the same offense. Also, the Saints do this every single year. They get off to a very slow start. Oh, this is not their year. They lose a couple games early in the year. Their defense looks terrible. And what happens as the season goes along, they get better and better and better. I mean, you mentioned the Bucs game. They allowed three points. The 49ers, and yes, I know the 49ers have so many injuries, 13, and just nine today. I mean, their defense has been unbelievable now three weeks in a row, and this is what they do. They just get better as the season goes along. But still, this is inexcusable for the Falcons to put up nine points in this game. They didn't score in the second half. Yeah, just absolutely disgusting. A a, a nightmare there. Um, You know, obviously from a fantasy standpoint, I'm not giving up on any of them. It's just, uh, I mean, it was just, we'll chalk it up to a week 11 bummer, especially if you were, uh, especially if you were locking in Matty Ice as uh, as a cash game quarterback. That just did not work out in your favor. Let's, uh, oh yeah, and I I took the Falcons plus four and a half in the super contest. (laughs) Yeah, that definitely hurts. All right, moving over here. New York Jets losing to Justin. He's the man, Herbert. Um, I mean, listen, the Jets, the fact that the Jets put up 28 points is a miracle. Um, your boy, or our boy, Brashad Perriman comes down with another touchdown. That was good stuff there. Like, you know, we're getting like some trashy fantasy value out of the uh, out of some of the Jets here. But, I mean, the Chargers, dude, this is, you know, I mean, this is unbelievable. 366 yards for Justin Herbert, another multi-touchdown game. Keenan Allen was ridiculous. 16 grabs, 145 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Mike Williams, 4 for 72 and another touchdown for him. Hunter Henry with a touchdown. Like, that was, I mean, why didn't I, you know, I I stacked it uh, with Herbert, Keenan Allen, and and Mike Williams. Uh, Felt really good about that. The rest of my lineup did okay, not really what it should have done, though. Yeah, definitely mentioned this stack Friday on the live stream. I mean, it was a no-brainer going up against the Jets. And we liked Mike Williams, Henry at tight end. Keenan Allen, obviously, we knew he was going to crush. And then Kalen Balazs, man, they're committed to him. And I moved him up the rankings this morning because I'm like, damn, they are committed to him. He's going to get 20-plus touches. And this, this is the example of why the volume running backs have to be at least in the RB2 range. Kalen Balazs did nothing today. 16 carries, 44 yards, 7 receptions, 27 yards, right? Inefficient. You know what that is in a PPR? 13, 14 points. That's why you play him. And if he would have found the end zone, even a bigger day. It's not pretty. It doesn't look good. But if they're going to commit to him, I think this is what, like the third straight game? He's had 20-plus touches. He's got to be in that conversation. It feels dirty. It feels disgusting. Maybe we get Austin Eckler back next week, and then he'll obviously – see a secondary role and I don't think you'll play him. You just play Eckler, but that's how it is. And then uh, for the jets, 
you know, Piran hurt his ankle because Gore did get like the first three carries. I'm like, oh, yeah, Jets going to Piran after the bye. Sure. Then Piran scored a touchdown, uh, but left with the ankle injury. Gore did score. Jamison Crowder, major disappointment here. One catch, 16 yards. I guess he needs Sam Darnold because Flacco doesn't look for him. And uh, I thought Chris Herndon retired, but apparently not. He caught a touchdown today. <laughs> I, 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 I was shocked when I saw him. Wait, let me let me ask you. You so you, yeah, you used to work at Newsday, right? So do you know Rich Samini? No, he did not. If he worked at Newsday, it was before my time. But he was the Daily News, and then moved on to ESPN. Oh, okay, all right. Because yeah, beat writer for the Jets, uh, who wrote about how uh, you know moving forward, it's all about Lamichael P. Ryan, all about him. And then I, you know, I'm like, really. Uh, this was a, a huge bummer, huge bummer there. Um, but I mean, listen, they, they lost and that's all I, that's all I care about. They are. Oh, well, I knew, I knew they were going to cover, man. I knew it. Well, because the chargers can never cover yes, exactly, when they're a home exactly. favorite of more than seven points. Yeah. Like, cause we, you know, we do our underdog bet on alarm after hours. And I took my, I had the first pick this week and I took the Cowboys getting seven and I said, the Jets are my second pick, man. Getting nine at that point, it was nine and a half. I think it went down. I'm like, the Jets are going to cover, and they thought I was crazy. I'm like, this is the Chargers, man. The Chargers could be up 17. The Jets will cover, and they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like clockwork, you know. Chargers at home by more than seven points. You always take the underdog against yeah, them. It doesn't it's matter just, who they play. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They played down their defense. Plays down to their competition. Uh, and it's uh, it's crazy there. It's absolutely crazy. Um, but nevertheless, uh, Jets one step closer uh, to uh, to our boy Trevor Lawrence. They you know what? Before- slip up though, bro, because Jacksonville, man, Jacksonville has the tiebreaker. I don't know what it is. We haven't but won they a have game. The what? We haven't won a game. I know, but Jacksonville has only won one. Okay, so we still we you know we just have to. Go 0-16. Right, which which is what I said. You can't slip up because if you lose that one game or win that game. <laughs> Who knew that winning would be slipping up? That's <laughs> so sad. Well, well, okay, so they have Miami this week, right? They they can win that game. The way Miami's play? Dude. They, they should lose to the Raiders. Do you see how we Seattle. constantly shoot ourselves in the foot um, with, like, weird oddball penalties that you're just like, Really? Like that's okay. the- look, they 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 lost to the Patriots by three, the Bills by eight. They were I know this today's score was misleading because someone who didn't see the game, my my doorman's like, oh, the Jets almost won. I'm like, no, they didn't. I'm like, don't look at the final score. That was so misleading. They were down the entire game just because they lost by six. No, uh, I'm just saying. Look, you look at the schedule. They shouldn't win. I mean, Dolphins, Raiders, Seahawks, Rams. Browns, eh, Browns, maybe at New oh, England. I Jets see, are not going to Belichick lose. saying, "Yeah, you know what? We're at, they're not going to be in a playoff hunt, most likely." And Belichick just says, "Yeah, we're going to lose this game. <laughs> we don't want Trevor Lawrence in the division." And then Jack, oh my goodness, oh I god, hope, that I, would be hysterical. No, I hope it, dude. You <laughs> act like I don't want it to happen. I would like the Jets to get Trevor Lawrence. I'm just saying, you know how things are with the Jets. Would that be a shock if that happened? New England, they lose, they win in New England and lose the number one pick to Jacksonville? No, yeah, see, my, it, it's Adam. You see, you know me. You know me. I'm, I'm, I'm an ethereal person. All right, I'm a spiritual guy. I've always been that way. 
So hearing you put this energy out into the universe while while you say you hope the Jets get Lawrence, while you say I don't hate the Jets, by putting this negativity out into the universe, Adam, you're you're ca- you're potentially costing me my uh, my number one overall pick. No, I'm not putting the negative energy out. I'm saying a hypothetical situation that could occur. That's I don't, all I'm saying. I don't want to hear a hypothetical. Right, Why do I want to talk about a hypothetical situation where the Jets lose? All right, fine. The Jets lose all six games and get the number one pick. Oh, you happy? That'd be so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Because Jacksonville doesn't look like they're going to sniff a win unless uh, oh my God. they go back they, to Gardner Beach. Dude, they've gotten so, so bad. So let's let's jump to that game there. Yeah, we can make this one quick. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. The Steelers, um, 27-3 win there. The Steelers easily cover the 10-point spread uh, that was going down. And, uh, you know, James Conner, 13 carries, 89 yards was good for him. He didn't get into the end zone, but... Deontay Johnson's ridiculous. Chase Claypool's ridiculous. Uh, just, I, I love this team. It's it's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know if we talked about it Friday, but I said, you know what? I, Pittsburgh is smart, and I have James Conner in one league. This is what they should be doing. And I mentioned, if you looked, coming into today, three of the last four games for Pittsburgh, they had Ben had at least 42 passes. And these were there was a blowout game against the Bengals. There was a, the game against Tennessee and Dallas they played from behind. This is how Pittsburgh should play. They shouldn't be giving the ball to Connor 20 times a game. He's fine, but he's not great. When you have Claypool, Deontay Johnson, and Juju, and even Ebron, you should be throwing the ball. Yeah. So, and, and I said it. I'm like, I didn't I didn't love Connor this week for DFS in his price range. So I thought they were a better running back. Season long, yeah, you're going to play him because, again, he's a back that's going to get 15 touches a game. So you play him. But – this is how Pittsburgh should play. Juju did get hurt at the end. He stepped on the flag and hurt his ankle. And Mike Tomlin did say because Pittsburgh plays Thursday night home against Baltimore for, on Thanksgiving. So there's a chance Juju does not play. He said the short week was going to make it challenging for him. So keep that in mind if you have Juju. So that would mean uh, potentially a lot of targets for Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. I mean, they're pretty much – I think I had them all ranked in the top 15 to 17 – I mean, I know Juju, uh, Deontay was 12, then I had Juju and Claypool. I mean, they're pretty much top 20 receivers every week with the way they're playing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was I, when I was doing the playbook. I I said I was like, listen. Bottom line is, is that you can, um, you know, you you can use any one of these receivers. It's just a matter of what your budget is right now. If you want to pay down Deontay Johnson, if you've got, I don't move- know how he's the cheapest. I, dude, that boggles my mind. That's I think that's that's the funniest thing ever. Um, that algorithm's broken if whatever they're using. <laughs> it's so funny that it's like Juju's still the most expensive, then Claypool, then uh, then Deontay. Meanwhile, Deontay is leading the team in targets. Yeah, sixteen more today. <laughs> Another sixteen. Wait, as long as he doesn't leave a game, he's he's crushing. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. On the other side. Uh, I mean, listen, James Robinson, uh, 17 for 73. I mean, it's it's average. It's not great, but I mean, it's average. Two catches for 21 yards. Um, you know, that's definitely nice. So, 
you know, I mean, I, I love James Robinson. I love having him on my teams, but I mean, listen, he is literally the only bright spot on this, uh, on this team right now. The only bright, even DJ Chark, I'm sorry, man, but I mean, he's just, you know, he might be the most targeted guy, but it's still Jake Luton and he's, you know, barely average at best. Oh, he's been terrible. I mean, four interceptions today. I mean, it was just painful to watch him. And I think they were probably going to bench Minshew even without the injury, but I don't see how they don't go back to Minshew if Minshew's healthy. Now, they are tanking too, so maybe they continue to do this. But they were competitive in the Texans and Green Bay game. I mean, Green Bay barely beat them, but it wasn't because of Luton, though. Luton's thrown, you know, he had that one game against Houston, first play. Was that his first pass, the 73-yard touchdown to Chark? I think it was. Yes, it was. And ever since then, yeah, and ever since then, it's been downhill. Since then, he has two touchdowns, one touchdown and six interceptions. So, and that was the Texans who everyone feasts on. Even Cam Newton could fr- throw for over 300 yards on the Texans, which <laughs> never happened. So, yeah, and look, and to be fair, Pittsburgh, tough matchup. But, you know, Green Bay is not a great defense, and he didn't do much. So, yeah, I think if Minshew's healthy, they have to go back to him. But they might not because they – Clearly are tanking. But, yeah, uh, fantasy-wise, it's just Robinson. You, you cross your fingers that he gets a touchdown. Uh, if not, you're getting, like, double, you know, you're getting, like, 9 to 12 points in a PPR. Yeah. And Chark, Chark's, like, a wide receiver three at this point. I mean, he had eight in a PPR, but you know that you have to lower your expectations. No doubt about it. No doubt. Um, all right, we'll move on to another game. Before we do that, though, I want to give a shout-out to our sponsor, uh, Monkey Knife Fight, the DFS site, y'all got to be playing on. Seriously, Adam crushing props left and right. Uh, you can too. Go to Monkey Knife Fight, and uh, and here's why. <laughs> Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out MonkeyKnifeFight.com. MonkeyKnifeFight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because MonkeyKnifeFight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning. Even you, Adam. Even you. Uh, monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and esports, too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else monkeyknifefight.com has? How about a free $5 game? For you, for just for signing up. And if you use the promo code ANTEUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play, play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. Uh, all right, Adam. So uh, so let's move on to uh, another game here. Um, you know, how about Tennessee Baltimore? Uh, this one here. This didn't. This didn't play out as I as I had hoped. And I'll and I'll tell you what. I knew it right from the very start that I was going to be sunk. Now I was I was all in on a on a Ravens stack. I talked to you about it on uh Friday's Fantasy Alarm live stream. I'm sure we talked about it here on the show. Um that first pass from Lamar Jackson 
to Marquise Brown. That could have been like a nice like 17, 18 yard. And the thing bounced off of the palms of the hand of Marquise Brown. Like, boom. As soon as that happened, I knew I was sunk. And I got to tell you, man, the Ravens, I don't know if it's if it's not having the preseason or or it's just the fact that they just didn't change anything, thinking that nobody was going to figure them out. I can't I, – I don't understand – how crappy this offense is. Well, that's terrible. I mean, I think there's a multitude of factors. I mean, Lamar Jackson just doesn't throw outside. And I think teams know it. He's just not affecting throwing outside the numbers. And he did have Hollywood Brown open again, missed him. Uh, I know Brown hurt himself with the drop early that you alluded to. But yeah, this offense is just terrible. I mean, we saw this with Greg Roman, right? With Kaepernick and then they figured him out and mm-hmm. it seems like they're doing it now. Uh, yeah, this is really bad. And I understand why people use them today. When you look at the main slate, there was no Wilson, no Kyler Murray, no Mahomes. And you're like, all right, Lamar against the Titans, right? If he can't do it against the Titans, then what are we going to do? And he had another bad game. I tweeted out a number today. He hasn't thrown for 250 passing yards since week one. And he's been held under 200 yards, I think, six of the last eight games. I mean, it's, it's bad, bro. It is really bad right now. And Hollywood Brown, forget it. I mean, I've been benching him, but I thought, all right, in a couple of leagues I did use him this week, some out of necessity. But I'm like, all right, it's the Titans. He can come through. Nope. Three targets, no receptions. That's it. I have a feeling this is going to happen now. I think they're going to beat Pittsburgh on Sunday, on Thursday night. It's just, it, this is the NFL. Everyone hates the Ravens out. They're down on them. They're playing like garbage. They can't beat the Titans. The Steelers are undefeated. They're rolling. I think the Ravens win. I don't know if I'm going to put money on it, but just the way the NFL is. We talk about it week after week. Everyone reacts to the last week. Now, just like we discussed, oh, we I think we discussed that pre-show about Miami-Denver. I kind of get that feeling with Ravens-Steelers Thursday night. Okay. I mean, listen, that that definitely makes sense. I can't uh, justify it, though, if you go, how is it going to happen? I don't know. No, 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 no. Listen, dude, there's like a number of situations, and, and you know, and it's kind of funny. You know, sometimes, you know, you just – you know, whether you look at a, a, a line or, or anything, you just look at something going on with the, uh, you know, with the games. Like, all right, for the example here, um, I looked at uh, I looked at the Green Bay Indianapolis line today and, and, you know, Colts were favored by a point and a half. And, you know, you're just like you're sitting there and you're like, you know, Rogers, Jones, Devontae Adams like this, you know, this this team is has been so good i mean yeah they soft against the run sure but you know jair alexander was back and so you know you look at that and you're like man philip rivers ty hilton sucks they can't get out of their own way on the ground uh and you know and you sit there and you kind of go through all that and i looked at that line so i'm like i'm like how in the world how in the world are the colts favored I mean, everybody in the world is going to take the uh, take the Packers and the points, and they and, did, and be happy. and And look what freaking happened, man! The Colts came back and won. So when you say that about Baltimore and Pittsburgh, I totally get it. Okay, totally the early line is out. I hope you didn't look. What do you think the line is? Pittsburgh at home Thursday night against Baltimore. What would you make the line? What would I make the line? Yeah. I would what probably make be? the line three and a half. It's three. It's three. They're begging okay. you. They're basically saying take the Steelers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent. I gotta think that line moves up. Um, I don't really know if it will. I you what, know only because 
Like, what have we seen from Baltimore to justify them? Nothing. Winning. They, Nothing. I mean, they, they, they can't beat New England. They can't beat Tennessee right now. I mean, their season is on the line here. They might uh, – I mean, they could fall out of the playoffs. I mean, they're a game behind Cleveland, man. That That's just – It's bad. <laughs> oh, and they, they have two Thursday night games in a row. They play the Steelers Thanksgiving night, and then they play Dallas the following Thursday. Jeez. They haven't – they're going to get in, though. Look at the schedule, man. Steelers, Cowboys, Browns. Jacksonville, Giants, Bengals. How do they not win? I mean, we've seen them beat up on bad teams. Now, you could tell me, well, they need... We can't say Titans are a bad team. They went through a bad stretch, but they got seven wins. New England, I mean, that was a rain downpour. I don't know. But they beat the... They just beat the Colts a couple weeks ago. And the Colts beat the Titans and the Packers. So, it's the NFL, man. It's parody, man. It's week-to-week matchup. So... We waste our time going through this, like, win, loss, win, loss. You got to take it week to week, man. You do got to take it week to week. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um, <laughs> oh, man. It's nuts. Nuts. Um, all right. Well, this this game here, this Titans-Ravens this Titans -Ravens game, um, you know, thoughts on this from a, from a fantasy standpoint here? Obviously, you know, a good, not a great game from Tannehill. Derrick Henry, uh, another 100-yard effort there uh, with a touchdown. Solid. A.J. Brown, dude, did you see that catch dude, that he made that he dude, just shoved people around? Two of them. One on the touchdown and one earlier. This, look, I will give credit to, um, what's the head coach's name? I forgot for Tennessee. Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. Vrabel. Got to give him credit. What they did last year, and they're seven and three. How the fuck does AJ Brown not get ten targets every game, man? <laughs> no, I'm serious, bro. Like it's 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 inexcusable, inexcusable that this guy. I don't even think he has a game of ten targets on the season. How you see how good he is and how tough he is to take down? You can't get him a screen, a short pass. How do you, you got to manufacture touches for him? I know this is not a high volume passing offense, but you have a small tree. It's Brown. Corey Davis, John Smith, pretty much that's it. You don't even throw to Derrick Henry that much. He doesn't, his highest targets this season is nine in week two and a couple weeks ago against Chicago. How is that possible, man? This guy is a beast, a beast. And you don't, you're not getting him the football. I know he had the drop against the Colts, but he had four targets in that game. And that's a game that you, I know they didn't have the ball much. The Colts control the clock, but still he should never have a game below eight, nine targets. And he should I mean, you should be feeding this guy like Devontae Adams. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. How many how many guys have we seen recently get, you know, 15 targets, you know, in a game? Deontay Johnson saw 16 targets today. Right? Yeah, you, you, can't, you can't give Deontay, that to AJ? Like, yeah. I mean, you know, I know he's not the same receiver as those type of guys. Those guys are a little bit quicker. But Brown can get open and find a way to get him the football. When you see him... Just shedding tackles with ease. I mean, that touchdown reception was insane. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's going down. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. And he had another one on that drive. And he has <laughs> yeah, four catches. It was crazy. Dude, was he had like, he, I don't know if it was a, he had like no receptions for a while because I have him in a league and I'm just staring like, um, are we going to throw him the football at some point today? <laughs> 
Oh, man. I, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. That's, that, the talent is just, it's off the charts. It really is. It really, really is. Could you imagine? You know, it's like I almost want to like build a, a real life fantasy team um, and get like Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball to like A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf. Oh, my goodness. And Keenan Allen in the slot. Oh, OK. We could do that, too. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, Brown's just ridiculous, and they like, just need to find a way to get him the ball more. Would you run the ball ever if those were your top three wideouts? No, which is why I understand what Pittsburgh's doing right now. Exactly. 100%. I mean, look, it sucks for James Conner owners, but I think it makes sense. So, yeah, I mean, look, with Tannehill, he's tough to rely on just because the volume's not going to be great, and you need him to be really efficient, and they want to feed Derrick Henry. Um, but, you know, you, you're going to play Brown every week. Corey Davis depends on the matchup. John, John Smith, uh, is it eight or nine total touchdowns? One is a rushing. He did get hurt in this game. He came back though, right? He came you know, back. He yes. Had, yeah. Yes, okay. He hurt his ankle and he's had the bad ankle. Um, but yeah, he he's been a touchdown machine this year, even though he doesn't have a lot of receptions, but again, tight end position this year. What do we want? Give me a touchdown, man. It's just that bad. So, uh, yeah, he's got uh what? Seven touchdowns on the year, six receiving and one rushing and one rushing. Yes. My goodness, though, he has he has a top forty yards since week three, though. <laughs> I know, I know, we'll dude. Take that it. was like we'll take it. That was like you know. Remember, um, you know, the first uh, four weeks he was great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ebron was doing that for a while, right? It was like it was like a whole bunch of touchdowns each week, but never any uh, yeah, never never any uh any yardage at all at all. So. Um, unbelievable. All right, we'll move on from this game, but one quick question here. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm trying to say it with a straight face, Adam. I'm just not going to be able to. So, uh, my question to you, my friend, is how much bid money are you putting on Des Bryant this week? Oh, nothing. But I'm happy. Look, as a big Des Bryant fan, I'm act- I'm happy to see him play and contribute. And I tweeted out, I think after you made like a second catch, I'm like, is Des Bryant going to produce more fantasy points than Hollywood Brown today? The answer is a resounding yes. <laughs> I mean, it, dude, it is. And trust me, I, I have Hollywood Brown in many leagues. Boy, I, I I don't think there's a bigger disappointment in fantasy this year than Hollywood Brown. I know there's injured guys, but for guys who are healthy in the first, he went in the fifth, sixth round, fifth round, I'd say, of most drafts. I don't think there's a bigger disappointment than him. Maybe um, I'm missing someone obvious, but he's you can't even start him right now, man. And this has been weeks. This has been weeks you can't start him. He's been on my bench. I had to start him in a couple leagues this week because of injuries, Allen Robinson on by. I didn't want to, but I had no choice. I don't see how you can start him against um, Pittsburgh. I, he's going to score can't. twice. You he's going to score twice. I'm telling you now, he's going to score a touchdown Thursday night. I'm not playing him. He's going to score. <laughs> you know, Howard, we've been through this, right? Week after week. Oh, Tennessee, this is the matchup. Didn't come through. All right, New England, didn't come through. Everyone's going to bench him now. Against Pittsburgh a few weeks ago, he had one catch, three yards. It went for a touchdown. So, uh, But no one's going to play him. He'll score. But I don't see how you can play him right now. You can't. Um, no, you can't. It's 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 no. You you just you you physically cannot do it. You have to have anybody else better. I mean, seriously, like anybody else would be better uh, than Hollywood Brown. It's atrocious. Um, all right, Cleveland hosting Philly. Uh, big rain-soaked game. Obviously, tough to like 
you know, really kind of go through it. You, you got bailed out if you had Dallas Goddard with that late touchdown. Um, Carson Wentz, you know, not a great game from him. The late TDs, um, you know, kind of, you know, helped out fantasy owners. Uh, Nick Chubb, 100 yards. Uh, I don't know why. Why are they giving Kareem Hunt uh, all the red zone work there? Like inside the green zone, actually, near the goal line. Why is Kareem Hunt uh, always seems to be on the field at that point when Nick Chubb is the one who's doing all the work? I don't know. I think when Chubb had that 54-yard run, I think he came out and then Hunt scored on the next play or two. So maybe that was a factor, a long run, come out. I don't know. But, yeah, you're right. I saw other sequences in this game where he was getting the goal line work, and I don't understand it. Uh, Chubb is better. So if you had Nick Chubb, sucks. Um, You still had a decent day, but, you know, touchdown would have been better. Uh, Wentz, from a fantasy perspective, he was awful in this game. Oh, my goodness, man. Some of the throws that he was making and the decisions, man, it's really bad. And Peterson said he had no thoughts of benching him, but I think we're getting close to it, man. It's He's been really bad. And you thought going forward, all right, they have some guys back healthy now, and it's just not happening for this team. So somehow they're still in first place um, in the NFC East, 3-6-1, and then you got the other three teams at 3-7. and seven. But, yeah, this was just a, a really – I know – I think it's – what is this three straight home games for Cleveland sandwiched with the bye? Yeah. Because like, the weather, man, I mean – I, they got to be on the road next week. I'm not even going to look. They're on the road, right? They have to be. You can't have four straight home games in the NFL. No, they've got to be on the road. I, I do believe they are. Yeah, nobody has four home games in a row. Yeah, I mean, nobody three is. Does. I mean, three, they're three. at Jacksonville. Well, that's that's a home game. Ah. <laughs> well, you can't complain about the weather with Baker Mayfield this time. I mean, no, I still thanks for him. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um. Yeah, no, I mean he's he's you're at the point where you can't start Baker either. Um, you know, like I mean, Jarvis Landry's another guy, like you know, where he disappeared. But I mean, you know, again, you have to figure if there's no passing game, then I mean, then then Landry's not going to get the target. So he's not a guy who, you know, you can trust on a on a week to week basis. No, not at all. I mean, at Jacksonville next week, though, right? But the thing is. What if they like just run the ball down their throat, That's get a defensive touchdown? Yeah, and then get do. a defensive touchdown and then shut it down. Or or if you're Cleveland, you're going to run the football. But don't you use next week as a way to get the passing game going? It should be great weather in Jacksonville. I mean, there could be rain or wind, but let's say it's good weather. It's a team you should beat. I know it's the NFL and Jacksonville took Green Bay down to the wire last week. But don't you use next week to get Baker Mayfield's confidence in the passing game going? Yeah, well, I mean, exactly, exactly like they did it earlier on in the season. What was it? Uh, when they played, Bengals. was it the Bengals? I think doesn't he have two five touchdown games and both against the Bengals this year? Um, Off the top of my head, yeah, he had five touchdowns against them on October twenty fifth, and I thought the first game. Oh no, it was two. What am I thinking? Okay, I he had know. two. Okay, yeah. So he has seven touch, seven of his fifteen touchdowns this year against the Bengals. Against Cincinnati, right? So crazy. Oh man. So maybe Jacksonville, you you let him throw a little bit. Well, I mean, I mean you pick- know, I think you you start off. I mean, you you run your offense the way you built it, and that means that you start off with the ground game and you allow it to open up the passing attack from there. You know, I think you have to some play action. Yeah, exactly. Just open up to play action. 
you know, I mean, you watch it week in, week out. That's exactly what Minnesota did today. You know, it was like, it was like Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook. Just, you know, immediately. Then it's like, you know, everybody, every time the, the secondary bites on the, on the, the, the fake handoff, boom, it opens up everything for everybody. So, um, yeah, I think that that's what we're going to see from Cleveland next week, which, you know, again, um, I don't hate, you know, I'm not going to hate on a guy like Jarvis Landry next week because I think he will get work. You're not going to play him in DFS, no, not right? not DFS, dude. <laughs> Come on. Why I don't have I him see, anywhere. I guess so. say such mean things. Yeah, I don't I don't have him in season long leagues either, but I've been ranking him as like a, you know, 37, 38, 39th receiver, but it feels still too high. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Maybe you are high while you're doing these rankings and that's what it is. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're killing me, Smalls. All right. Uh, New England going up against Houston. First of all, did you see the – like, it has nothing – this has nothing to do with fantasy sports or betting or anything like that. Um, but did you see the outfit that Cam Newton came to the to the game wearing today? I did not. You did not. Have you ever no. seen – have you ever watched The Price is Right? Yes. Do you remember the Yodler? Yeah. That's exactly how Cam was dressed today. He was the yodeler. He was in that outfit. Shorts, white shirt, suspenders, bada boom, bada bing. It was hysterical, dude. Hysterical. Somebody tweeted out a picture of him next to a picture of the yodeler. <laughs> it was just pure gold. Pure, pure yeah, gold. Cam, Cam is very unique. Uh, he gets a lot of headlines for it. I don't know. I don't really care. He could do what he wants. Yeah, I, mean, oh, I don't care what he wears. I just thought yeah, yeah, the, no, I, I I, see, the Yodler was my favorite game on The Price is Right. Okay, so you, you found it amusing. I found it incredibly amusing. <laughs> I'm not making fun of Cam. I just I was like, dude, paying homage, paying a little homage to the Yodler. That was uh that was money in the bank for me. <laughs> Yeah, I seen because uh, I seen people in the past like criticize him. Like that has nothing to do with his football play, man. He can do what he wants. I seen these NBA guys walk to the arena in the weirder outfits. Whatever, do whatever you want. A lot of it is to draw attention. Yeah, I do, think. Do you remember Deion Sanders' suits when he yep. was like playing? I mean, even now. See, now it gets so more attention, so much more attention because of social media. Yeah, true, true, true. Oh, man. All right. Too funny. Too funny. All right. Anyway, so for the game, Cam throws for 365 and a touchdown. Damian Harris uh, gets a touchdown, uh, only 43 yards. Uh, Demir Bird had the big game here. What the hell happened to Jacoby Myers, dude? Yeah, tell me about him, man. Only three targets. He had like at least a 35% target share in the last three games. And we're like, all right, here we go. If I would have told you today, yeah, Cam Newton's going to throw for 365 yards. You'd be like, oh, Jacoby's got 80, 90. No, yeah, oh, easily. 38. So if you started Jacoby Myers, not your fault. I mean, you just got screwed. I mean, Cam Newton rushed for six yards. I mean, this was such an uncharacteristic game. Uh, part of it is they were behind, and part of it was the Texans. You know, it's a team you could pass on. And Damian Harris, he got you the touchdown, and I liked him a lot this week. Probably the highest I had him ranked, but that's the one risk with him is – his game flow. 
You know, if they're playing from behind, he's just not going to get the carries you want. Now, Rex Burkhead looks like he tore his ACL in this game. So all of a sudden, James White is alive again because James White is someone that has just been non-existent in this offense. And yeah. Nine targets and six for 64. So, um, although Sony Michelle was activated off the injury reserve, but did not play today, he was not active. Um, so maybe he starts getting involved, but he's not going to catch the ball anyway. And they don't throw to Damian Harris much. So maybe James White has some value again. That would be nice. That would be nice. Uh, on the other side with the Texans, Deshaun Watson balled out. Good job for him. Um, can, can we just. Can we just put it to rest? Duke Johnson sucks at football. He is bad. He is not a good running back. I don't even want to talk. It's not even about the the, the Texans offensive line. 10 carries, 15 yards. He didn't look good. Three catches, 20 yards. Uh, I think he kind of got like like chest stepped on or something like that. I, you know, I'm not 100% sure there. He looked like he was a little slow getting up at one point, but... Dude, the truthers who come out about Duke Johnson, I don't understand it. Yeah, look, he hasn't been good. I do think the offensive line, the run blocking is terrible because no one's run behind that line this year. But, yeah, they this is a team, again, that just should pass the ball. Now, Randall Cobb got hurt in this game. They played Thursday, so he's not going to play. Um, and so that's going to open more targets, fuller cooks. I mean, those are the guys anyway. I mean, Kiki QT scored. I'm like, it, if you today, like the first half and the early games were awful. And I was like, oh, Kiki QT score. That sums up this day yeah. so far. Cause it was really <laughs> bad early on. I mean, we saw some atrocious football. I mean, there were like no touchdowns in the first half of a lot of games. So yeah, I mean, they're, they're playing Detroit, man. They should light them up. So cooks good. I mean, Jordan Aikens at five for 83. Um, so maybe maybe QT becomes – I mean, I don't know. I don't think I want to play him, but if I he's going to play I never play Kiki Kute. Never. Well, on a showdown slate, you might. Oh, yeah. All right, showdown, you're right. That's it. But um, And I think – I saw Kenny Stills got hurt too, but I, yeah. I didn't see him play at all, right? What did you? What happened? I didn't really... – I, I don't know. I just – I saw an update saying that he left the game injured. I mean, he had a, a handful of snaps. It wasn't anything uh, to write home about. He was never even targeted, so – Yeah. All right, so maybe that bodes well for the for a guy like Aikens then. Maybe, he, you know, he had six targets today, but you got to figure they're – they're going to put up numbers again against Detroit on Thursday. And uh, Watson just continues to get it done. Had a great rushing touchdown, too. So, uh, you know, he he's, he's a top quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so bummed that I used Matt Ryan in my cash lineups today instead of Deshaun. Um, just It's nuts. Absolutely nuts. Yeah. Watson is just someone you could just play every week. I mean, I don't even know if matchups really matter for him. I no, mean, maybe cash or GPP. I'd rather him play from behind. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're going to play from behind against Detroit, but it is a well, short week. They're oh, on the road. God. But, uh, well, I, okay. Here, I guess in a couple of weeks, they play the Colts. That's a game where I, I don't know. Rogers still had three touchdowns. So maybe you play him in it. They play the Colts twice. Holy crap. Twice in the next four weeks. Ooh. Interesting. Interesting. I might have to worry about my Colts defense now. I, I hate that, man. I hate when they have like 
a team's played two times in three weeks. Like, what are you doing? They did that last year also, right? With uh, with Houston against uh, Tennessee, I think it was. Yeah, and, and then like, Atlanta and the Saints play again in two weeks. Two really close games, yep. It's just, what are we doing? You it have like no the whole sense. year, spread it out. <laughs> it makes no sense. Um, all right, you, uh, you, you just mentioned it. Uh, next week's opponent for the Houston Texans. Uh, <laughs> dude, sorry for the profanity, but fucking Detroit, dude. Like, how bad are the Detroit Lions? Like, how did they, they didn't even show up? I don't even want to talk. It's not even. It's not even Stafford's thumb, dude. Just as a team, they were atrocious today. You think DeAndre Swift matters in this offense? <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah, Just a little I mean, bit. Peterson, carry Oh, uh, yeah. Disaster across the board. Marvin Jones had a touchdown call back due to, I think it was a legal formation. So, yeah, they got shut out, bro. They got shut out against Carolina. Um. Yeah, like, how do you get shut out by Carolina? Like, that That just oh, boggled. Like, P- Patricia's got to go, bro. Like, what are we he waiting He really for? does. He it's... really, really does. Um. Yeah. I, I, I complain about Detroit every week with the play calling. I'm not, I can't even go with the play calling this week because they just were never in it. But it's just, it's mind-boggling, this team. It really is mind-boggling. I, I mean, again, I, I have no, I literally have no words describing or talking about the Detroit Lions. They are a horror show, an absolute horror show. Um, on the other side, Panthers. Let's talk about it. PJ Walker looked okay, not great, but he looked okay uh, in his debut. He got more fun out of uh, out of our good buddy Mike Davis. Um, 19 carries, 64 yards, and a touchdown there. DJ Moore, this dude's like on a friggin' hot streak, dude. He's a freight train right now. Another 100-yard effort for him. Uh, and Curtis Samuel, another strong game from him, 8 for 70 with a touchdown. Yeah, P.J. Walker threw two interceptions in the red zone. This could have been even worse. So he was okay. I think what you like with him is that he got the ball in the hands of the playmakers. You know, if you used any of the receivers, even Robbie Anderson in a PPR, 746, 11.6, you'll take that. Davis got his touchdown. Moore, 7 for 127, also had a 21-yard run. Curtis Samuel just balling out. So I think that's what you take away. All right, Walker got the ball to the playmakers. We'll see if Bridgewater plays next week. It sounded like he was kind of close, unless they were kind of messing with us because they said game time, and then it came out. Bridgewater's active, then nope. He's inactive. He's not going to play. Now they play next week uh, against the Vikings, and then they have a bye. So, you know, do they say, all right, let's play it safe? Or, no, Bridgewater's good to go. So something to keep an eye on. And they got a favorable matchup, uh, even though it's on the road in Minnesota. So I think that's what you wanted to see, just get the ball to the playmakers. Because I think some people were really worried today and were like, oh, I can't play Panthers wide receivers. I left them where they were in the rankings. I really didn't move them. Because uh, sometimes this happens. The quarterback comes in there and finds a way to get it done. And it was Detroit's defense. Not like you really had to – you weren't going up against one of the top defenses in the NFL. So it worked out if you use any of your Panthers today. Yeah, it definitely did. It definitely did. I Again, I used Curtis Samuel in the GST League, dude. I, I It's like money in the bank right now. I'm digging it. I'm totally digging it. 
Um, all right. Uh, moving on to, uh, well, here, we, we mentioned it earlier, uh, Cincinnati, Washington. Uh, obviously, the, the big story out of this is Joe Burrow with the torn ACL. <laughs> Was playing well and uh, and yeah, just got rolled up and uh, that was uh, it was a disaster. It's it's horrible and I, I hate it. So I don't need to talk about it. What we do need to talk about though, Adam, uh, is the value now of T Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Uh, I mean, you got to flush these guys now, don't you? Yeah, it really, really hurts, and it sucks because they were both kind of wide receiver twos pretty much every single week, and that's not the case anymore. They're going to fall to wide receiver threes and maybe even the wide receiver four range, depending on the matchup. Uh, you know, Boyd, 11 targets in this one, 9 for 85. Uh, T. Higgins really got – he had 10 targets, but 3 for 26. So, yeah, Finley was 3 of 10 for 30 yards. I know Washington's pretty good, but, he, dude, he took four sacks. Like, Barrow – look, Barrow's getting beaten up all year long. He didn't have it. He didn't take a sack in this game, though. And then Finley comes in and takes four. So and throws a pick. So, yeah, it, it's going to hurt this offense for sure. And it just sucks if you have those guys because you were pretty much just lock and load, putting them in. And you can't do that now. No, I'm done with them. I, you know, that's uh, who would you start with you next week? Uh, Hollywood Brown or Tyler Boyd? Oh, Tyler Board. I don't even need to look who they're playing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh, they're playing the Giants. Uh, we actually have been pretty good defensively. Dude, so. Ryan Finley, dude. Come on. I'm playing Boyd. Dude, Lamar Jackson. What has Lamar Jackson done? <laughs> I'm playing Boyd over Hollywood Brown. Oh, my God. I cannot wait to see your rankings on Tuesday night. Cannot wait. Um, Antonio Gibson gets into the end zone. Mazel tov to him. Very happy for that. 94 yards on the ground. I was so glad. Um, Terry McLaurin did not get into the end zone, though he did. Uh, he hit, hit the over on the prop for me for 82 and a half yards. I was very thankful for that. Uh, Muchas gracias. Uh, Steve Sims gets the touchdown. Um, Logan Thomas sucks a big bag of balls. Yeah, I mean, it's this offense, it's Gibson. You can play McKissick in a PPR, even though he didn't have a big game today. Still got you nine. And McLaurin, that's it. Yeah. I mean, you can't play anyone else. How dare no. they give eight carries to Peyton Barber? How dare they? Dude, I know. Dude, I was early in the game, too. I was like, there was one where he got it inside the 20. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And then Gibson came in. I'm like, why are we even bothering with this? Like, Peyton Barber, we know he's mediocre. It's two, three yards. What are you doing? I mean, it's... And you're actually in contention for a division title, as crazy as that sounds, at three and seven. What are we doing? And what and are we you doing? Could, Peyton Barber's not helping you. You you could you could sit there and say, oh well, you know, he got those carries. I mean, they were up, you know, twenty to nine. So I mean, you know, it wasn't much of a game. So of course he came in. No, he didn't come in late. He he was there throughout the game. Yeah, these were early. early I saw carries early in the game. I was like. Early and, near the, early and near the goal line. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? I'm like, really? So, I mean, Gibson got a 16 carry. So, in the end, it worked out. But we're going to get burned one of these weeks, man. I could see Barber just, like, coming in and scoring a touchdown and hurting Gibson. So, they play uh, Thursday against Dallas in what is a battle for first place. <laughs> the winner moves into first. Because the and then the Eagles play Seattle, so the winner of that game. Well, then the Giants play the Bengals, so you might have a. We're probably going to have a 
a tie for the lead in the NFCs with two teams at four and seven. That's just gross. <laughs> just disgusting. Um, all right, uh, moving on. Did we cover Miami Denver? I thought we talked about Miami. We Denver. did not. We talked. Uh, we talked before, before the show. Yeah, we can touch on it quick because it's not much here. No, there really isn't much there. Um, Melvin Gordon, hi, waking up from the dead. Philip Lindsay also ripped off a couple of nice big runs there. Uh, Tim Patrick finishes with 119 yards. Uh, that 61 yard pass at the end that just it meant nothing. <laughs> Drew Lock just chucked it up there, but all of a sudden, anybody who started Tim Patrick was like, "Oh my God, I just got me a hundred yard game." Um, Tua, it looked like Tua got hurt, and then they put in Fitzpatrick. I know that Field Yates tweeted out that uh, that that Tua was benched for Fitzpatrick, but he got his leg rolled up on, um, and it almost it started to look like it was almost very Joe Burrowish. Um, the way it happened, but <clears throat> like I think he he came out for precautionary. I mean, he was he was terrible. He was sucking balls big time all game. But I think he came out precautionary as far as the injury goes for for him there. So um, no, I, they actually said they benched him. Really? Yeah, they benched him for performance, and they said he will start next week. When did they say that? I must have missed that. Yeah, no, they they said it and. Because he was on the sideline standing there with the headset on. So, I mean, I saw the play that you're referring to, but they did say that uh, he, he he's going to play next week, and it, it wasn't due to injury. They took him out. Yeah, I mean, he was playing poorly. He took six sacks. Look, he hasn't been good. You know, they, they've been winning in spite of him because of their defense. So, I mean, they play the Jets next week, right? Yeah, so. Slump busters. <laughs> but yet, this is this is why it's hard to play anyone from the side. I mean, you're playing Devontae Parker, and 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 that's it. All right, Gasecki's a tight end too. I mean, he hasn't found the end zone in a while. Ahmed, sure. I mean, you know, he didn't get as many touches this week because I feel like Denver had the ball a lot and Miami had to pass a little bit more playing from behind. And he still he had 17 touches. And I guess the thing you take away from this too is it's his backfield because. Matt Burita only came in when Ackman left uh, early in this game. He had a shoulder issue. Yeah. And he came back. So Burita's barely involved. Now, I believe that Gaskin's eligible to return off IR next week. Doesn't mean he'll be back, but interested to see what they do when Gaskin returns. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I think it goes back to Gaskin, although I could see the two of them splitting the work. You know, Ahmed is a is a pretty decent pass catcher, right? Five grabs today. Yeah, five for thirty-one. So he's, you know, he's definitely he's he's the real deal as far as like an overall back goes. Um, but I think you know, I mean, I, I could see them splitting the workload here. I, I could see it. I it could, could be, it. although haven't hasn't it seemed like Miami's gone with one back this year? Yeah, they've the gone part? with Miles Gaskin all year. Yeah. So, dude, that would I mean, be Howard... that would be tight, man. If they if they gave if they left the job to Ahmed. Dude, I'd be stoked, man. Got me a running back in like seven leagues for nothing. Yeah, here's the quote, too. Tua wasn't injured. We just felt like it was the best move at that point of the game. We had to get in two-minute mode, and we felt like Fitzpatrick gave us the best chance to win the game, and we had an opportunity at the end to tie it. That's Flores. All right. Well, there you have it. Tua benched. 
Um, all right, yeah, nothing. I got nothing else on this game. I don't. Yeah, I mean, t- Melvin Gordon fumbled at the one. At he the one, right? Three, they got yeah, punched out. Oh, Yo, he's him. lost. He's lost four fumbles this year. But the problem, Lindsey has run better. I mean, Gordon, this was one of his better games. The problem is. Lindsay doesn't catch passes and he's not the goal line back. So right. if he doesn't break a long run like he did a few weeks ago, you're not getting up there. And I don't know what happened. They don't throw to their running backs at all, bro. Like Melvin Gordon, has he even caught like a pass in the last three games or more than two? I mean, no. let me see. I'm checking out. Oh my, he has one reception for nine yards the last three weeks. In the last two, no receptions. Yeah, Drew Locke does not check down. No. Nope. Nope. And uh, and Shermer does not do design screens. It's just it. It hurts, though, it hurts both of them. I mean, again, if you played Gordon this week, it came through because he got the two touchdowns. And I, I got to rank him as a low RB2 every week. He's in that 20 to 24 range. I want to put other guys above him, but the reason why I can't is a game like today. You know, he finds the end zone even once, gets 15 touches. It's a low RB2. He's a very low RB2. Very, very low. Um, all right. Green Bay, Indianapolis. Uh, you know, listen, Aaron Rodgers, great defense in Indy. Colts were uh, were rock solid, you know, coming into this game. Uh, yet Aaron Rodgers still torched him for 311 with three touchdowns, uh, a pick. Aaron Jones comes in with uh, 10 carries for 41 yards. He got into the end zone. Um, Devontae Adams, a hundred yard game with the, uh, with a touchdown and Jamalfa Williams, the ghost of Jamalfa Williams, one catch, four yards, one touchdown on the other side for the Colts. I mean, listen, it was really nice to see Jonathan Taylor get 22 carries. Um, and he picked up 90 yards. I mean, you know, it's, it's an okay yards per carry average, but uh, you know, knowing that Green Bay is soft against the run, it was really it was kind of comforting to see them turn around and say, you know what, let's give Jonathan Taylor a, a, a try here. Like, let's let him, you know, see if he can if he can break through. So I was happy for him there. He was also in the passing attack as well. He got caught four passes for 24 yards. Uh, Michael Pittman, that touchdown, man, that 45 yarder that he catch and run. Uh, that was white hot. So. Some good stuff on both sides from the fantasy aspect. Yeah, but the one thing with the Colts, again, 11 different receivers caught a pass, man. I mean, this sucks. They Three tight ends were all active. They, Doyle scored a touchdown. Burton scored a touchdown. They canceled each other out. Natalie Cox had two for 16. So it's really hard to play anyone from this offense. Pittman, sure. But again, he had three targets in an overtime game where they put up 34 points. So <laughs> it's really tough in this offense. I played Pittman in one league. Other leagues, he was on the bench. Uh, MVS had a really bad fumble in overtime, which led to the winning field goal. And I guess apparently he was getting death threats, which is ridiculous, man. He tweeted out something like that. Look, we say this all the time. Fantasy players sometimes tweet at these players. Leave them alone, man. You think you think MVS wants to lose a fumble in overtime, man? You know, he feels bad. He wants to help lose a game for his team. So I don't know why people act stupid like that. Um, I, you know what? I don't understand that either. And and for years I've like tried to speak out against it and just, you know, I mean, it just, it makes no sense whatsoever. Like don't ever at a player. Like don't, if you want to say something nice, fine. 
but don't at a player. It's just it's the stupidest thing in the world. I've not look. I've never done it. You can check my timeline. I'll do it. I know I've never done it. And look, we can sit here on this podcast. We can take your calls on Series Six and Fantasy. That's where you vent it. It's nothing personal. Say, oh man, Hollywood Brown's killing me this year. That's it. No personal insults. We're not going at him. We're frustrated because we drafted him with high expectations. We expected him to do well. We can get upset, but that's it. You, the guy he doesn't want to. He tweeted a few weeks ago. Oh, you know they're not using me. So he's upset too. You think he wants to go through a game and get no targets? He wants to make some money. So that's where that forum is for. We're here, you know, we we vent and frustrate and say things on here, but it's not personal. We're not adding it at them. Well said. Well said. <laughs> All right, now let's curse MVS out. No, I'm just kidding. That <laughs> son of a bitch, that bastard. He ruined well, yeah, my yeah. fantasy team. I wonder if it was. It couldn't have been fantasy players because how many people are playing this guy to begin with? I played so it must have been people who had today. money on the. It had to be money. People who had money on the Packers since they were heavily bet by the public. Um. No. I. 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 Uh, I started him in two fantasy leagues. Oh, you did. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, he's had a couple games recently. Lazard was back. I didn't see his snap count, but he only had two catches, 18 yards. So I guess he's, you know, he could break a big play at any time. But I think we figured in this matchup, it was going to be a little bit more difficult to have that big play. Agreed. I, You know, I was just looking for decent targets and, uh, and, and an okay day. I mean, it was just six targets wasn't bad, but. Yeah, the Colts had the ball most of the game. 74 plays to 57 for Green Bay. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, all right, Dallas, Minnesota. Oh, dude, your uh, your Cowboys cost me my survivor pool. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't really want to talk about this game very much, to be perfectly honest. And, uh, I'll say this. That's all. I didn't. I wasn't sure if they would win, but this is typical Minnesota, and that's why when we did our underdog bet, I took Dallas getting seven. Minnesota's played well. Whenever Minnesota gets to this point, we're like, oh, okay, they've turned the quarter. No, they don't. They they have the letdown, and uh, that happened. I just figured with Dalton back and um, Martin back on the offensive line, they were coming off a bye. I knew the offense would be better. Um, I actually did stall Dal- Dalton in a super flex league and a one quarterback league because <sighs> I spent a lot of fab this week in a couple leagues on Winston, man, because it's uh, – you know, I was having issues at quarterback, and, you know, we're getting towards the end of Fab. Right, what am I saving it for? Let me spend money on Winston. And uh, that went down the drain. And when I tried to pick up Taysom Hill, I didn't have enough. And the backup was Dalton. So I had to start Dalton. And he came through, you know, three touchdowns. And I thought Ezekiel Elliott looked a lot better than he has all year. And I don't know if the hamstring was an issue in the buy help, but he definitely looked a lot better because I don't think he's looked great this year. He looked good today, over 100 yards, had a receiving touchdown. Tony Pollard, also 42-yard touchdown run. C.D. Lamb, did you see his touchdown catch? Oh, that catch was fantastic on his back and just, oh, yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. So I think what you have here is, okay, with Andy Dalton and the offensive line improved, they're going to be at least someone you could count on offense. I know it's Minnesota's defense, and they're not good, but, you know, Lamb has life. Cooper has life. Uh, Dalton Schultz found the end zone late for the winning touchdown. They do play Washington this week, which is a pretty good defense, but they're home. It's a short week. So I think they'll be okay. Uh, Zeke, Zeke, you're just, you're using every week because of the volume. And again, if the offensive line is improved, it helps. So at least things are looking better for Dallas from a fantasy perspective going forward. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm sad about the game. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, if you use cousins, it worked out. I did use cousins. Okay. I don't yeah. want to talk about this game anymore. This game cost me my survival. Well, what, what was your, what were your other options? I mean, it was tough. We're getting late in the year, so you don't have a lot. That but was who else were you this was, this was my best option. This really was my best option. Who was second? You had to have someone else you were thinking about. Um, yeah, I don't even remember who it was now. All right, let me pull it up. There weren't many that good this week. No, because... there really weren't very many good ones. Because you probably week. used a lot of them already. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah. Let's see. All right, so I lost with Minnesota. Um, oh, now it won't let me see who I oh, it won't let me see who I had left now. All right. Well, I couldn't use Pittsburgh. I couldn't have used Indianapolis. I couldn't use Baltimore. I used Miami already. I used the Chargers. I used the Bucks. I used the Chiefs. I used the Packers. So. Oh, I see. I did like a survivor pool, second chance one, and you have to pick two. I picked Minnesota too. <laughs> I picked. Oh, all right. So I'm out. Oh, I was like, oh. <laughs> see? Sucks, doesn't it, man? It doesn't feel good, does it? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Oh, you know what? I think um, I think I was debating between the, the the Vikings and the Saints. Okay, I could see you. You're not sure how Taysom Hill's going to perform. Yeah, you know. So upsetting. So upsetting. Adam, let's wrap things up here with some thoughts on the Chiefs Vegas Raiders game. Uh. <laughs> You know, it kind of turned out a lot closer than I thought it was going to. But, you know, the fact that Mahomes threw for 348 and a pair of touchdowns, uh, that was not surprising. Hill and Kelsey uh, both come through. Um, how about Edwards Alaire, right? What do you mean I can't find the end zone? Here it is, not once, but twice. Lev Bell as well. Um, he finally gets into the end zone. Uh, and then, you know, typical, you know, Raiders game here. Derek Carr, 275 and three, throws a pick. Jacobs, 55 yards. He gets into the end zone. Aguilar gets a, a nice touchdown catch. Darren Waller, touchdown catch. Um, I mean, it's like clockwork here, the way the Raiders are running. Yeah, except uh, they forgot about a guy named Henry Ruggs on our team. I mean, you draft this guy in the first round and you don't look for him. And I don't have him in any leagues. I might have him in a best ball somewhere. So it's not a personal complaint, but I don't understand it. If CeeDee Lamb was on this team or Jerry Judy, would they be targeting him? Like, I mean, I, I think, I don't know where you were on draft night, but I thought it was a terrible pick. It was a horrible I don't, pick. Yeah. I mean, Judy was one of the best route runners and Lamb was a stud. So, I mean, I thank the Raiders because it allowed Dallas to get Lamb. But why aren't they even looking at rugs because you know why because he's actually he's not a great route runner and he doesn't have great hands he's got great speed and they actually said this right afterwards that they were like yeah we we you know we we just kind of uh because everybody was like why why did you make this pick and they were like well you know we're just kind of channeling our our inner al davis and you know we just fell in love with his speed and how fast he was and what that could do uh, for our team. And I mean, listen, he's, he's a better route runner or pass catcher than say Darius Hayward Bay, 
But I mean, listen, you can't sit there and tell me that, you know, you're you're picking out uh rugs over the likes of a of a lamb or a Judy um because even of just Jefferson. The speed. Jefferson too, yeah. Dude, I mean, T. Higgins looks great. T. Higgins, this year. yeah. All these guys, like all these guys have shown they're useful. They're not even doing anything. I mean, all right, they gave him a end around for 12 yards. I mean, at least do that. At least get him. You know what I'm saying? Get him in space. I don't know. It's it's very for a first round pick. Again, that's a lot of draft capital. And this team could use someone. You know, Darrell Waller is obviously their top target, and Nelson Aguilar has definitely been a huge surprise. But they don't even use rugs, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um. All right. Before we get on out of here, well, there you go. That's that. That's week. Uh, that's week 11s in in a little bit more than a nutshell, but. Nevertheless, before we jump out of here, Tampa Bay uh, against the Rams. I think the spread is still uh, Tampa by four. And the over-under is 48. Um, you want to give a lean anywhere on this one? Uh, I lean Tampa. Okay. You? Um, yeah, I kind of lean Tampa too. You know, another trip across country for uh, for the Rams. Uh, back to Florida again. Uh, you know, Todd Bowles loves to blitz. Um, and that just said, I know that he, he can rattle Jared Goff. So, but I mean, it's, listen, it's two really good defenses. I kind of want to lean on the under in this yeah, one because too. the defenses are really good, but I'll give it the, uh, I'll give it the bucks, you know, and, and, uh, and lay the points. Under is six and oh, on the Rams last six games. Under is six and zero oh in the beautiful, which means maybe which means we're going. Ahead. Which means it's going over, <laughs> right? They're due. Uh, <laughs> but I, I need a a solid game from Brady to win my one of my home league doubleheaders. So I would like a three touchdown game from Brady. Hopefully, please. Um. Yeah. No, I, I can't have that actually. Because two seventy five and two, I'll I'm, take. You know, listen, I am uh, I'm in a league, uh, and I have, uh, a, wow, like a twenty eight point lead right now. I've got Cooper Cup, but he's got Brady and, and Antonio Brown. Ooh, and you're up twenty eight. Yeah. If yeah. if Cup gets you a touchdown and like five catches, you should be okay. It's tight. It's gonna be tight. It is gonna be tight. Gonna yeah, be you're tight. gonna be sweating it. So you're either gonna be really in a good mood tomorrow for Annie up after the game, or uh, really sour. And I'm gonna have to try and brighten your day and tell you, hey, the Jets are not gonna win another game and get the number one pick this year. Hooray! <laughs> All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us tonight, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in to Annie up. Uh, Adam and I will be back to recap the Monday night action, start talking a little bit of waiver wire work and see what we can do. Oh yeah. We got Thanksgiving coming up this week, guys. So, uh, Adam and I'll be, uh, smothering and covering you guys with all the Thanksgiving game knowledge that you are going to be able to go in there, win some money, Thanksgiving day, eat some Turkey, fall asleep on a pile of cash. Uh, big thanks to Shannon Blunt, our producer. Big thanks to the Sawdust Podcast Network and, of course, Fantasy Alarm. For Adam Ronas, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.